Now, it may start as you just trying some of what your friends are having, just to be nice and sociable. You may also start having one more drink than you really would care to, again, just to be sociable. And over time, these sociable behaviors, people, will become your new habits. Why does that happen? Because behaviors practiced repeatedly become new habits. Let me repeat that. Behaviors practiced repeatedly become new habits. Hey there, I'm Dr. Del Millers, and this is Energize Your Life After 50. You see, the goal of this podcast is to help you answer one simple question, and that is, how do you want to live the next chapter in your life? Do you want to keep it as it is, or do you want more? Do you want to be better, fitter, stronger, healthier without meds, more confidence, more sex appeal? Do you want to get your mojo back? Maybe you want to be the you you've always thought you could be. So each week, we'll look at simple ways to intentionally create your next chapter, prioritizing your health, your physicality, your emotional and spiritual well-being, as well as looking and feeling your best. Are you up for the challenge? Then let's get moving. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Energize Your Life. I am your host, Dr. Del Millers, and... Happy holidays, folks. I thank you for being here. You could be doing a lot of things, but you're here listening to me. So this week, we're talking about, are your friends making you fat? Yes, and I know that can be a very controversial subject, but, you know, as we celebrate this time of the year, it's a time when most of us get together with family and friends, you know, to celebrate the holidays. So I figured... What better time to start thinking about who those people in our lives are that we spend the most time with? And why is this important, you may ask? Well, it's very simple. Did you know that your social circle influences all aspects of your life? In other words, we become more like the people we hang around all the time. (laughs) That is correct. So if the people you hang around have a certain mindset or practice certain behaviors, guess what? That mindset and those behaviors will eventually become yours. I know it's hard to believe, but let me give you an example of how this typically works. But before we get started, I'd like to take this time to remind you of a few important resources that are available to you. Number one, my free masterclass. You know, the top three things you must do to lose weight and keep it off. Okay, if you're struggling with uh, weight as an issue, then you must check out that masterclass. There's also my webinar, Get Your Sexy Back. If you're ready to truly transform your body and your life, then please sign up for the webinar. It's free. You also have access to a free health strategy call with me when you're ready to move forward in a powerful way. I also have a vault of coaching videos at my website, uh, you know, personalfitness.com. You can find all of that, sign up for all of that at my website, personalfitness.com. And lastly, please consider subscribing to this podcast. You know, there is a link in the episode notes And thank you. Thank you for being here. I really do appreciate you. 
All right, let's continue. We're talking about the fact that we become more like the people we hang around all the time. And here is an, an example of how that typically work on the subconscious level. Now, let's say you hang out a lot with a couple who don't really have the healthiest lifestyle habits. In other words, they eat a lot of crap, drink a lot, maybe smoke, and are pretty inactive. And let's say you guys get together for meals often or even just occasionally. Here's the psychology of what happens. You see, most people are very reluctant to impose their way of eating onto their friends. Am I right or am I right? You know I'm right. And let's say you go out to restaurants together occasionally. Now, even though you might be a healthy eater yourself, you will start to eat more of what they eat because you don't want to impose on them. See, that's so usually what happens. You don't want to impose on your friends and you don't want to seem like a prude or the boring health freak. Now, it may start as you just trying some of what your friends are having just to be nice and sociable. You may also start having one more drink than you really would care to, again, just to be sociable. And over time, these sociable behaviors, people, will become your new habits. Why does that happen? Because behaviors practiced repeatedly become new habits. Let me repeat that. Behaviors practiced repeatedly become new habits. And unfortunately, 95% of our daily habits reside in the subconscious mind, meaning we're not even aware of them, people. And behaviors practiced unconsciously will become habits that reside in the subconscious mind. So in this case, where you're not trying to eat like your friends, it's just something that happens over time being around people who eat a certain way. And since social behaviors are contagious... I'll talk a little more about social contagion in a minute. You will eventually start to adopt some of the behaviors of the people you hang around. And as I've said earlier, behaviors practiced repeatedly become new habits. So your behavior of eating a little more of the junk that your friends like to eat and drinking a little more than you would prefer will become new subconscious habits, which are terribly hard to break, by the way. Here's another example. You invite the same friends over to your house for dinner. And remember, your friends are not really healthy eaters. They're, they eat junk food, right? But when you cook, you normally cook healthy meals for your family. Now, be honest with yourself. Do you cook the healthy meals you would usually make? Or do you make something else that you know your friends would enjoy more? Because they're not really healthy. So you tend to make something less healthy. Am I right? Come on, be honest. Be honest, be honest, you know the truth. Most people would make what they think their guests would enjoy. Again, not wanting to impose their way of eating onto their friends. And I, guys, I know this to be true because I've been working with clients for over 25 years and I've often asked them, you know, when they have guests over, I said, why don't you make the same healthy foods you normally make? And I always get the same response. Well, I can't impose what I do onto my guests. Behaviors practiced repeatedly become new habits. More importantly, unconscious behaviors practiced repeatedly will become new subconscious habits. And those, my friends, are terribly, terribly difficult to break. You don't believe me? Well, don't take my word for it. Let's look at the research. 
1948, the National Heart Institute started the most ambitious epidemiological study ever undertaken to better understand the roots of heart disease. It's called the Framingham Study. You may have heard of it. Framingham, by the way, is it's a little town just outside of Boston. Now, this study has been following more than 15,000 Framingham residents and their descendants spanning three generations. And the goal of the study was to study every aspect of their health, lifestyle, and the people they're connected to, family, friends, and co-workers. So, as you can imagine, they collected a massive amount of data on the participants' health and lifestyle habits. So, sometime around 2003, a couple social scientists decided to analyze the mountain of data from the study. And the results, well, were shocking. They found, well, not surprisingly, that social behaviors are contagious. They call this social contagion. That's what I mentioned earlier. Social behaviors are contagious. Now, they used all the data they reviewed from the Framingham study to create a computer model over a 32-year period. And one of the first things they observed, guess what? They observed that obesity broke out in clusters, meaning people weren't just getting obese randomly. They found that groups of people would become obese together, while other groupings would remain slender or even lose weight. And this was entirely based, folks, on, get this, people's social networks. In other words, the people they were connected to, the people they spend the most time with, their friends, their family, and their co-workers. So they found that when the Framingham resident became obese, his or her friends were 57% more likely to become obese as well. But get this one. A resident was even roughly 20% more likely to become obese if the friend of a friend became obese. They called this three degrees of influence. A friend taking up smoking increased your chance of lighting up by 36%. And of course, the same social contagion model found similar results for drinking, happiness, and loneliness. Three degrees of influence, folks. If a friend of a friend became obese, that friend was 20% likely to also become obese. Can you imagine? Our social connections are important. The people we spend time with are important. So social behaviors are contagious because human beings are by nature social animals and we are all connected, which means our health is also connected to those around us. Make sense? Well, that's all the time I've got for you today. But what's the takeaway from our little conversation here today? A few things. If you want to develop a healthy lifestyle, surround yourself with people who practice healthy lifestyle habits. If you want to be fit, surround yourself with people who work out regularly. If you want to lose weight and keep it off, surround yourself with people who eat healthy, are physically active, and who practice healthy lifestyle habits. That's what it's going to take to lose weight and keep it off. And remember, social behaviors, my friends, are contagious, and behaviors practiced repeatedly become new habits, whether you are aware of them or not. So as I leave you today, I leave you with this thought from one of my favorite teachers, Jim Rohn. He said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. 
So who have you surrounded yourself with? Are they going where you want to go? Are they positive influences or are they holding you back? Just some food for thought as we come to the end of the year and as you're hopefully thinking about what you would like to create in your life for the next year and your next decade. As usual, I would love to hear from you, so please take a screenshot of your favorite episode and post it on social, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or wherever you socialize. And let me know what was your biggest takeaway from your favorite episode. And most importantly, how do you plan to implement it in your life starting today? You can find me on all social platforms at Dr. Del Millers, at Dr. Del Millers. Oh, and one more thing, friends. Please leave me a positive review wherever you're listening, because nobody likes a crappy review, am I right? So keep it positive, and remember, what we focus on multiplies. So leave me a positive review. I would really appreciate that. It helps more people find this podcast. All right, well, happy holidays, my peeps. And as usual, may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. Catch you next time. You've been listening to Energize Your Life After 50 with me, your host, Dr. Del Millers. For all the resources mentioned in this episode, you can check the show notes or go to my website at personalfitness.com. There you can sign up for the free masterclass, the webinar, free webinar, a free health strategy call, and have access to my vault of coaching videos all for free. So check out the website at personalfitness.com. See you next time.